You're listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod with Kyle Rush, Ben Taylor, and Nate Pass. What's up, everybody? We're back again. It's episode 77 of the Dad Bod Golf Pod. It's Friendship Friday, and it's brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network. We're proud partners, the number one podcast network for professionals. I'm Kyle, as always, and we got Nate and Ben and a special guest today, uh, our favorite pro golfer and friend. Yes, man. For here for Friendship Friday, Blaine Barber, looking absolutely stunning, absolutely stunning this Uh, evening. What's up, Blaine? Guys, thanks for having me. I'm excited. Again, I said I said it before. He's the the least dad bod uh, ever. He did give us the the best description for a dad bod uh, of all time, which is. When you can, when you take your shirt off, and no one's either uh, impressed nor disgusted, at the, disgusted at the yeah. same time. That's the best Middle description. Ground. Best description. You're of on the impressed side of that spectrum, Blaine. We so, all know that. So before we get into this, I got to drop some knowledge on you guys. Oh, hit oh, it, boy. Uh, so you you know that uh, I do a little broadcasting outside of this, like for a real job. Sure. And I get these show prep things that they send to you all the time. And I, I promised our friend Zach Blackerby I'd bring this up because we get a thing today that says all these words have been added to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. Oh. Guys, we're official. Dad bod is an official word. Oh, yes. Yes. On, yes. That is in the Merriam-Webster <laughs> Dictionary. We have to take credit for that, right? Oh, there's no doubt. Like, we started the podcast, sure. and then now, as of yesterday... That was when it became official. There's no doubt they've been listening. We're 76 in. episodes. There you go. See? There you go. Dude, listen to him quoting listen, chapter listen. and verse on these episode numbers. Hey, I, called, I called him ahead of time, and we decided to go ahead, and he got those numbers right. Speaking of credit, you're not going to need any credit when you just <laughs> oh, absolutely God. win all your bets at betonline.ag. You can head to their new updated desktop mobile website, sign up today, Receive speaking, a, of, your, speaking of casinos, receive your receive a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use pr- promo code believe b l e a v fifty to receive your bonus. Bet online is the easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game, game starts. Starts. So this episode is all about Blaine and Q School and the journey and what we got, what we just had happen, what we got coming up, and yeah. uh, we're we're super fired up. We were texting back and forth. Uh, not you, because I got in trouble for texting. Um, oh, let's uh, discuss that. What are you doing? That. What are you doing texting? He's he's trying to qualify, and you're sending out text messages. He's trying to. He's he's wheeling and dealing. He's trying to get people on the pod. He's That's not true. Patty. He's, <laughs> That's he's not just, true. You know, I'll it's, just, it's no big deal. It's just cute. You know, did you know that Kyle actually put stuff in so, Blaine's kids' backpacks and be like, "Hey, ask your dad about being on the pod." Yeah, and, That's yeah. not true. That's not. <laughs> That is not true. Well, Lane, walk, walk us through that. Like you, you, you mess with him a little bit, and yeah. we we love messing with him. So, what yeah. exactly happened in that scenario? Kyle has a very tender heart, and he's uh, he's easy to mess with. And he, uh, I'm I'm looking at my phone here. He said something to the effect of, uh, um, he texts my caddy, and then he, so I text. I was like, oh, I'm gonna mess with Kyle. Watch this. Why? So I said. If you could leave me and my caddy alone during the middle of a huge tournament, that would be appreciated. <laughs> thanks for your cooperation. And I put the thanks for your cooperation in there just to be super sarcastic. And then he replied with a sad face. And then I started getting screenshots from other friends who were like, Kyle thinks you're totally serious. 
blah blah blah. And so I just let it ride. I didn't say nothing. Yeah, word. he didn't say anything. He let just, it ride. Yeah, he he's, left me on red. He sends us a screenshot. You should have said face. What was he supposed to say back to He sends ha ha, JK. Just he sends me and Nate a screenshot. It says, "It says, guys, I messed up." Like because we were planning on asking you to be on Friendship Friday, and it was like you have completely run Ruined off the guest before we ever even asked him. Well, first of all, honest. first of all, the caddy texts me first. Okay, so that's not my fault. <laughs> so you should have said I, that back to Blaine. You should, I know, you but then but, your position. Yeah. But I thought no, he was he, serious. He just, he, falls, thought, he just lays down super quick. There's no oh, completely, <laughs> completely. You know, like when you get when you're a kid and like the the bully rushes you, you just lay down. You just lay. Down. That's what yeah, I did. Yeah. I just lay. Down, I just laid down. I love it. Okay. I love it. It took fetal, it. It took a fetal, fetal position. Please make Blaine not be mad at me. What do you guys think? And we, of course, me and Nate didn't help because we were like, "Yeah, you shouldn't have done that." Not yeah. Bad. So <laughs> and the sad face is is where I feel like I, I'm ashamed of you when you sent Blaine yeah. Barbara. I was. I didn't know face. how to respond. You, I didn't. It was I, just I like had the, no response to that. If you're gonna send me that, it's just like, well, he's sad. I don't know. Now I've hurt his feelings. <laughs> Yeah. Well, okay. Enough enough fun make fun of me. This is this is not about me. This is about Blaine, okay? If Kyle's wife listens now, she'll know why he didn't sleep that night while he was tossing and <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why, I why, did. why he was pacing the floor. Yeah, I was I was worried. I was legitimately worried that I had upset you. So I was I'm like sorry. asking several people. That's, that's you... the like seventeenth time that's occurred. So if you haven't picked up on it yet, then I mean I can't I got it you. now. I got it now. So, <laughs> so I think I got it. So Blaine... please don't give in, Blaine. Just keep it rolling. Okay, go. Keep it going. All right. So Blaine, last week you or t- two weeks ago, last week, last week, it was last you, week, yep. You went through second stage and pretty much dominated and almost won it. But I had the the, the there was something that you posted on your story a while back. Um, there was a reason that you got to completely skip uh, first stage that you didn't know until like not yeah. very long ago. Go over yeah. all that, like how that whole thing works and how you got to just go straight to second stage and. Um, the mindset of uh, how do I go into a tournament with the mindset of all I got to do is come in the top 20 versus I got to win. I want to win the tournament. Yeah. Like how, how does that whole dynamic work? Yeah. So um, in about July, I, I played poorly for most of the kind of what we were calling our mega season. Cause it was the combination of two years with COVID Uh I knew I needed a win in the last five weeks to have any chance to get into the playoffs. So my game was trending well and I knew that was a possibility, but I was just kind of starting to gather information and figure out what the fall was going to look like if, if I didn't play great to finish out. And so I pulled up the application and printed it out and I started just glancing through the exemption categories to see, because in my mind, I assumed I was going to have to go back to first stage and so I was looking through the categories and I fit one that said if you had competed in the in the finals of of the Q school qualifying tournament and had also made a hundred cuts on the PGA tour and the web.com tour or the corn Ferry tour combined. And I was thinking, I started doing the math in my head and I was like, I gotta be close to that. So it was my week off before I went out to Colorado and I pulled up my profile on pjtour.com and I had made uh, 55 cuts on the PGA tour and 44 cuts on the corn Ferry tour. So I was at 99. And so I was like, well, wow. man, every, I'm just, I'm playing first stage every week now and just make one more cut and I'm good to go into second, at least at the, at the worst. And so I made the cut that week and that was actually my first top 10 in like two years. Um, 
but when I made the cut, I fist bumped Wyatt on the when we finished that day, and I was like, "Well, just got through first stage." Um, That's awesome. Nice. Wait a minute. So Did he cool. know? Did he? Uh, know? I know. I didn't tell him at the beginning of the week. Now, um, I didn't want him to feel any extra pressure, and I didn't so, feel any pressure. So by it. Were was, you more nervous? Oh, so you didn't feel pressure? So you no, I was just. It was that. like it gave nice you more opportunity, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it was just a nice little carrot, and uh, and then that week I played really well, so I I wasn't even really that close to the cut line. I probably made the cut by five or six shots, which isn't the case every week. Normally you're literally one swing away from being in 10th or being outside the cut line. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's crazy how tight it is. So that week it was nice kind of coming down. I knew that I'd done that. So that was cool. Um, And then the second part of your question, uh, just being completely honest, this is my one, two, third time at second stage in my career. And just based off how I've been playing and what I feel about my game and then kind of the, the fields at second stage, I felt like I was one of the better players there going into the week. And so being in the top 20, I, I wasn't, I mean, you could still go and play poor golf and not get it done, but I, I feel like I had a lot of confidence going in. Um, I played a mini tour event at the course three weeks kind of prep the course and get my, homework done early and then um it, it was a, it was a cool mindset i mean i just kind of walked in and just feeling like i was one of the best guys there and i was trying to win the win the four days and uh had a chance to do that so um it was we on on the last round walking off nine i was playing with andy ogletree and i told him at that point you know we were playing pretty good and it yeah. was kind of a non-issue and it was just like competitively i wanted to win and i still was kind of in it but then at the same time, it was just like, I'm just ready to get done. And pace of play was super slow. And mm-hmm. so there was this kind of just like, I just tried to stay in it and just keep playing and, you know, just finish the job. Um, and so I didn't quite finish my ultimate goal, but set the bar high, kind of made the the floor kind of easy to surpass. So there's not yeah, a, a – go ahead. Go ahead it's just a, such a unique, like the guy in 20th place and the guy in first place both get the same – yeah, reward, there's, you're not, there's no there's no payout at second stage or anything, so you're not playing for any money or um, it literally is the same. You just move on to the next stage. So mm-hmm. going into Sunday, you were only one shot back, I believe. Um, yeah, that's right. Is there ever a thought going through your mind where it's like, uh, you know, you've got like a three-touchdown lead late in the fourth quarter, do you just run the clock out? Like, is does that – are you just – is there any of that where it's like, okay, I just got to like not have – a big number, but I guess when I don't, I don't know. I'll let you answer that. Is is there ever that that let's just run the clock out and get this thing over with, or how do, how do you do you ever does it make you change your game? Like how do, how does yeah. that whole thing work? I was gonna say, are you are you asking if he like puts a driver away and he's just nothing? Yeah, but do like, you lay up less he, less often? He's nothing but four irons down the down the right. I don't know. I don't know. That's it. I'm just that's what I'm just I'm just asking. Yeah, I, don't, I I mean that kind of stuff can happen. I I'd say ten years into playing professionally, I don't feel that way anymore i mean you wrestle with that kind of stuff i mean it's just that's kind of kind of part of playing a high level sport um period um but i i put my focus kind of on trying to win just so that i didn't get lax or kind of yeah i mean i would have had to do something silly to not make it so there wasn't ever that thought in my mind really but i I tried to just kind of focus on i want to try to go out there and get the win today just to kind of keep a carrot out there to chase um and then i just my game i'm very sharp i was like two um 
which is the tougher stretch of that golf course. And then seven through 18 are scorable. Um, but I kind of got off to a slow start and I think uh, Andy was two under through six or something. So, I mean, I already kind of had gotten behind the eight ball. And then at that point it was kind of like, okay, I just need to get this in the house. Cause I'm right. Just, get in the house. I didn't feel good about it. Um, I wasn't worried about not making it, but I was just like, but I just didn't feel sharp. So. Sure. Sure. So I believe it was Saturday and this was the text message right before you, you got on me right right before you got on me. So like I'm following religiously and Hey, by the way, corn Ferry tour Q school, let's get a, let's get better than just nine hole updates. Let's, let's see if we can figure out at least some volunteers and that could be possible. Yeah. Maybe three hole, maybe three (laughs) hole updates or something like that. I mean, you'll have have full regular scoring at the finals event. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So I go like, obviously I'm walking through your scorecard, like just like it's mine. But anyway, uh, you had a hole out. Yeah. And I was, I text why I was like, I got to know details like ASAP, like tell me about the hole out. So Blaine, I never did hear about the hole out. So, Oh, nice. Here we go. Tell us. Uh, so eight is a, so this golf course is kind of, it's um the RTJ Highlands in Dothan, Alabama. Mm-hmm. They have 27 holes. We played the Highlands and the, I think it's Marshwood, I believe, are the two nines we played. So it's the eighth hole on the Highlands course. And uh, one through six are tough. There's, I mean, like, depending on where the, they put the tees, I mean, I was hitting, I hit four iron into one one day. I hit six iron into two. Three is a tough driving hole over water. Four is a 225 par three peninsula with, like, water everywhere. And then nice. six is, like, a five iron par three. So it's, like, a ton of long irons right out of the gate. So if you can get through six at around even, in my mind, was kind of what I was thinking. I mean, you could play the last – 12 and like six or eight under if you're playing well because there's a lot of wedges par fives etc uh seven to par five nine to par five and then there's a reachable par five on the back as well so it was kind of like get through six and then just hit the gas and um so i was probably i was even through six i think one birdie one bogey and then birdied seven like hit it on a two two putted so got it back to under got it to under par which was good and then on eight I didn't hit a great drive. I hit it in the left rough. Um, but the pin was kind of on the right side of the green, but the pin was literally sitting on a shelf that is, if y'all, if anybody's played RTJ courses, big, slopey, mounted greens. Right. And the front right is like a massive low depression bowl. And then there's a bowl on the left side of the green. So there's like this part in the middle that's, you know, plateau and then into two bowls. So the pin is on the plateau and the plateau is, <laughs> maybe four paces wide. I mean, it's really narrow. So I hit in the left rough, have a squirrely lie and a hundred. And I think I had 130. I think I had 128 or 130 yards, but I'm literally just trying to make par. I'm like, I'm going to hit this in the bowl left because the left bowl was a better putt than the bowl. Right. So I'm aiming 15 feet, 20 feet left of it. And uh, just trying to get the distance right. Because if it goes too far, I have a crazy downhill putt coming back. And if it's short, it's a bunker and the pin's on this little ledge. So, I mean, it's hard. Like, I'm just trying to make four. So, I hit this. And I don't quite know how the lie is going to come out. I think I do. But so, I'm playing the shot. So, I hit pitch wedge. Comes out a little bit right of where I'm looking. Just based off my lie. Uh, hits perfectly and starts rolling. And it kind of was, like, blocked from our view. And uh, it looked good. It was going right at it. And it just rolled in like a putt. The guys oh. in my group were like, it went in. And I looked over wide, and I just gave him a stare, and I just went. I Dude. Ha! Deuces. And, uh, so, <laughs> like, 
one under to three under real fast. And then I went from just trying to make a par, making an eagle. And uh, so that kind of jump started. And I think I shot six that day. So um, you go into another par five right after that. That's beautiful. Yeah. And then I had a, I had about a t- eight or 10 footer on the next hole to shoot four on the front. And I, I lipped out. I hit a good putt, but um, yeah. So it was did why look at you and, and just do yeah. I need to walk straight to the car from there. He'd have been in the yeah. car <laughs> Thanks for your service. That was awesome. That's awesome. All right. Yeah, so, cool. so you got, you get through, you kind of have a week off to kind of get, get recharged, get refocused. And then next week is final stage in yep. Savannah, Georgia. And I have like, you you tried to explain, I, I heard you explain a little bit this morning, but how all that works, because I've seen, you see highlights on social media, on Instagram of people getting through second stage and the, the, all the things are, they've punched their ticket to the corn Ferry tour. Yeah. But there's like, so there's, but there's, they still have to play final stage, but there's like yeah. 10 or 12, there's like all these different ways that you can, you can finish and, and get starts, get more starts. Yeah. How, how does all that, how does all that work? Yeah. Um, so let's just take a normal a normal field size is 144 people. Right. So let's just say the first Bahamas event is 144 people. There's only 144 spots available in that field. The top 75 on last year's money list or points list from Corn Ferry are fully exempt. So they can play every event the entire season if they want to. Right. 25 of those guys are now on the PGA Tour. So now we're down to 50. So you got 50 guys, let's say, that are fully exempt that they can play every event then everybody else is under a conditional category or in a category where you're subject to reshuffles so every four events they will add all your points up that you've accumulated and then that's how you receive your priority ranking so filling the rest of that field is going to come from how you've played in the events that you've competed in so far so at final stage, the winner is fully exempt. So you can add him to the 50 guys. So now there's, let's say, 51. In a field, you're going to have some PGA Tour players that don't get in that week's event that will play down. So maybe, let's say, 20 to 25 more people. So now we're at half the field, give or take. And then the at final stage, spots 2 through 10, you're guaranteed the first eight starts. So you're, you're exempt through two reshuffles. And if you earn – Truly, if you make one cut and earn some points, you're going to shuffle into the system as long as you get into an event early. So Q school is important because some can get some conditional guys will get in events mid season, but at that point, points have already been accumulated. So you don't really shuffle up, but two through 10 get eight guaranteed events and then 11 through 40 and ties get four guaranteed events. So you're exempt into that first reshuffle. So you got to get out there, make some cuts, kind of get the ball rolling but then at that point you're basically fine for the remainder of the year so um kind of complicated but that's just how the priority works so um you can go to q school finish 80th and you may not get in an event unless you might qualify or get a sponsor's invitation for a while and if you don't do that then it just kind of like the the momentum in a bad way continues to build and you're just not going to get starts so far behind the eight ball at that point that's right so finishing in the top 40 is the ultimate goal for someone in the position of not having full status at the like i'm in um but really i'd like my i'm set on i would love to do 
finish top 10. Obviously, I'm going to try to win, but um, if you're in the top 10, then you can kind of – you can pick and choose some of the – the first few events are, you know, two in the Bahamas. I think we're in Bogota, Colombia, and then Panama City, Panama. Um, and they're all great events, but it just gets hectic, and it, that's a lot of travel. And if you can yes. say, hey, I'm going to skip one of these – just take some pressure off. So, um, but that's the kind of general explanation of it. So going back to the reshuffle. All right. So every four events, it reshuffles. So if you get in, like you were talking about, if you get that first, uh, if you get in the top 40 and you get those first four starts, you go through that first uh, four, that first shuffle. And then those top 50 from the previous year, that basically goes away. And then it just takes all the points that have been accumulated through uh those first four events and they become a new it comes a new top 50 of points and kind then, of the, the top 50 stay the same they're kind of in their own separate category the whole year okay okay so like if i pull up my um pj tour like uh they call it our tour links page it'll show the field and like that first clump of players is going to just be the same throughout the entire season because they're fully exempt and they can pick and they can just play whenever they want Gotcha. Then right after that is where it, it jostles and changes. And like, gotcha, you could gotcha. be guaranteed, like mm-hmm. some guy will go to Q school, finish in the top 40, struggle early, and he'll get bumped out just by virtue of poor play. And then somebody that was lower than him will Monday qualify for something, make a cut, and then they now jump in. And so that's where kind of the volatility comes. Gotcha. That's well, wild. Let me, let me ask you this. All right. But I guess this is what this means then. So when it says they've punched your ticket, and you kind of ex- algebra, man, it's, it's you, it, it <laughs> is, but it is, but it's not. It, he he explained it really well this morning, and it made a lot of sense. So when that when they say they've punched their ticket to the Corn Ferry Tour, that just means that they have, even if it's the lowest rung of status, they have status. So like that's if right. They, if they were to get into an event, they yes. can accumulate points. That's correct. And so, there's, there's, yeah, there's other reciprocal benefits too. Right. As a member of the Corn Ferry Tour, you have access to TPC facilities. You have, there are tiers of the health insurance you can purchase. So right. the PGA Tour subsidizes a large portion of our health insurance. If you're just a conditional guy, you pay a much larger premium. If you're fully exempt, you pay less of a premium. Um, so there's all kinds of other, nice. everybody who's now in final stage has access to that health insurance, um, can, you know, take advantage of some of the benefits of being a member of the Corn Ferry Tour. So even some of the guys who may not get starts or are going to have to really continue to still grind, there are still some benefits to it. So it's a big deal for somebody who's yes. fresh out of college or whatever. You get a cool uh, bag tag? Yeah, you get uh, you get some little medallions <laughs> as, you know, Corn Ferry Tour member. That's awesome. Your That's badge sick. that you have to wear everywhere you go. That's so right. – so Blaine, I have a golf trip next week and I already have my outfits picked out. So how, do you have your Swanee's gear just let, completely laid out already? Is that, do you have your stuff ready? We're teammates, by the way, if nobody knows we us, we're Swanee's teammates. We're so, um, uh, do, do you already Swan. have your stuff? Do you already have your stuff go, uh, ready? I do. And it's, it's in part, I just got some new shirts from those guys. Uh, cause, cause my dad bought, I, I've gone from a small to a medium, so I don't look like a. Uh, it's like not a dead bod. It's all. Listen, we saw the Instagram bod. post. You showed the trunk of your car <laughs> that had yeah. 
How many? What, what was that? Two hundred fifty. I calculated. It. I had about I had about five hundred sixty pounds of stuff in the back of my. Are you serious? Cord. That nice. thing was rising low. It was nice. The, really, you could just walk to events instead of doing CrossFit. You know, <laughs> that is something. Like when I saw that, I was like, cannot relate. That is not something that I relate to right there whatsoever. Yeah, you got to be prepared for everything. Good um, at night. So, anyways, I have my medium set out now. So I only have I have a small number until the new fall collection stuff comes out, which is supposed to be great. Can't wait. So um yeah, I have my stuff ready. I was just putting it on my hangers a few minutes ago just to kind of get it out of the off the floor. And uh yeah. So um if nice. they send I, you I am, any if they send you any XLs, they just misprint, send you some XLs. Send them your way. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, send them my way. Yeah, my size quiz gave me an XL too. So speaking <laughs> of that, when I was when I was a cart guy, I don't even know if you gave them to me. I think Claxton got them from you and gave them to me, but I got about six or eight of your, of your, of your smalls back when you were, yeah. uh, who was that? Well, maybe one of your first sponsors, it was the, the target athletic brand CG. Or yeah. Something. C9. Yeah. 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 I wore those every single nice. Jim used to get mad at me. Cause I would not wear my AUC like cart guy. Polo, yeah. Like, yeah. Sorry, dude. I don't, I don't know if you know, but Blaine gave this to me. So you can go back to your Blaine's office, Jimmy. Yeah. I didn't I gotta say that, <laughs> yeah. but. Yeah, that was that was pretty dope. I wore the crap out of those until I got a dad bod. And, I think I yeah. still have. Uh, I think I still have a lot of those in my attic. I should find some more for you. Yeah, you know, yeah you know, I, could, I could wear them to work out and be super tight. <laughs> you know, I love used. You know, I love used things. So I'll I'll take them. I won't be able to fit in them. But uh, but anyway, uh, if you wanna if you wanna look as good as Blaine, if you wanna look as good as Blaine or have your stuff ready, you need to check out Swannies.co. Use dab uh, coupon code DadBodGolfPod dash twenty five. Take twenty five percent off your order, and then that's that's big savings. That's not free shipping. That's not negating the tax. That's one fourth of your order gone. You don't pay. Even the stuff already on sale. We're probably not supposed to say that, but they haven't told us that we just absolutely dominate. You can dominate the sale. Lane, don't don't talk right. Don't talk. Don't say anything, Blaine. They'll get you in trouble. Because let us do that. (laughs) Because just go buy it. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Check them out. The uh, Blaine is a style icon, and Swanee's is, is helping in that category. So go. By check the them way, out. let me go ahead and put this out there. Would you quit wearing the joggers because Kyle thinks he can wear them, and I don't think Kyle realizes that the two of you look very different in a mirror than what <laughs> <laughs> he thinks. Because every time he's like. Man, did you see they they talked about like how good looking he was in those joggers? I'm gonna get me some. I was like, no. That, that, I think I can do it. I, I gotta do I gotta drop a few so, LBs, but hey, I'm you're not gonna little, know. You, you got a little jump in the truck. Huh? <laughs> so Blaine, do you have like these tan lines where like just your ankles are sunburned? Or, like you just I'm have starting, tan like just ankles? I'm protecting against it by sunscreen. Yeah. But I've started sunscreening my ankles when I get out of the car. It would be like um, a ring. Let me ask you: Do you yeah, legit? That would be awesome. And, and 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 I'm not trying to get you in trouble here. They look super comfortable. Are they really? Yeah, I I love them, and I uh, I'm picky about my my hem length on pants. Yeah, and it's hard to find mm-hmm. pants that are the correct length. And then if you don't get them hemmed, is a pain in the butt. And then sometimes they don't come out all the same. Whatever. So it solved an issue right out of the gate to where it's just like they just they're, they they're short the on purpose. Spot. Yeah, they're short <laughs> yeah. on purpose. Um, but they are like the ones that I've worn are just they're just comfy and they they just kind of I don't know it makes me feel athletic and it's differentiated. I did it at first some of these. to try it and then people started making fun of me, which kind of just egged me on. I was like, yeah, sure, I'll keep doing it. 
And uh, then it just kind of turned into my thing. So it helps when you win. Like when you're doing that, when you're finishing like top twenties, it's like yeah, that's right. I, I can't yeah. say anything. Yeah, like I, they, I was, I played bad in them for a while, and there was, you know, some, uh, there was some contemplation there, but I just wrote it out. So yeah, that a boy, good. The best, the best was was it in uh, Utah or Colorado? Whenever you were like, yes, you're like, screw it, I'm going button down, untucked, yep, joggers. That was wild. That looked really good. The guy on ESPN, Thanks. like it was on ESPN. We like, haven't seen anything that wild and since then, Ryan and then Moore. Kyle said he was ordering, and I was like, <laughs> wait a second. He looks way better on television wearing that than you do, and I don't need to order it. Nate can pull off the joggers. He's got those long, skinny legs. He can pull it off. So, no, so funny, crazy story. I was, I was wearing joggers, but a different company, and then – this this brand that I wear now reached out on Instagram during the Utah event on Friday night. So I made the cut. I'm in contention. And they send me a direct message on Instagram. And they're like, hey, we're based in the area. We'd love to give you some stuff. And I'm like, sweet. Uh, they met me at a Starbucks the next morning. I had a late tea time because yeah. we're in Tucson. I didn't see up to like 2 o'clock. Um, I tried them on in the parking lot, got my car, flipped them on. I was like, yeah, these are great. Great material, fit good. And uh, – then that day, I wore the button down with it. And no joke, like, Corn Fairy events don't get big crowds. And on the first tee box, there was, like, 30 people watching this tee off, which is a lot for, you know, there's, like, a couple scores, maybe some parents, some spouses normally. There's all these people, and it's just – it felt kind of odd and, like, a little bit strange. And then the guy that gave me the pants said, during that front nine, he asked one of the guys, like, oh, who are you here watching? And they're like, well, I don't know. We saw this guy, the way he was dressed, and we decided to come watch him. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, like Brandon, that's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So. You think they just slid in your DMs? That's awesome. Yeah. Are we gonna see Untucked anytime soon? Are we gonna go? Are we gonna I, go? But- I, I love it. Uh, Swan. The only Swanee shirt I have, I don't know if it's still on the website now, but they it was like one of the last couple years or last couple seasons. Um, it's not. It's not a really good like golf material. Doesn't have a lot of stretch to it. So as long as the you have the right size, it works fine. I think it looks cool and it's appropriate, like, you know, maybe various events or kind of like for a specific Bahamas celebration or holiday, yeah. yeah, holiday or something. Well, Kyle goes um, untucked all the time. I know. That's because I'm I need fat. so Swanee. That's not, nothing to do with that. Like <laughs> you, you, it looks good, man. I, I can't pull it off. <laughs> so I would do it more. We just need more. Uh, we need some more you know, options in that category. There what do you go. think about hoodies on the, on the golf course plane? I mean, is that a yay or a nay for you? Too. Yeah. Okay. I have the Swanee's hoodie. Yeah. A couple yeah. of them. I don't I know if you knew, but uh, Kyle does too. He didn't tell <laughs> yes. me. That. Oh, I saw picks. Picks. Yes. Yeah. He's got, he's actually got matching hoodies. Yep. Do you, yeah. do you have he matching made that. hoodies? Do you have matching hoodies with the caddy? No. No, I don't. <laughs> not at this point. Probably better that you don't. Yeah, it's probably, it's probably not a bad idea. I got stroked it. Never been. No, no, wait, hoodies, hoodies are. It's a tricky. You got to practice with a little bit because that hoodie's flopping around when That's you're right. swinging, the and then sw- the, the tassels, the strings. I'll like tuck them in, or you can some of them you can pull them out. Yeah, there you go, right there. So Kyle goes. Look, to the, That's nice. Goes to the first tee, and he's got <laughs> he he wants it. He's got the hood up, yeah. strings in front. And he addresses the ball, and he's like, "No, I can't do, I can't do this." Throws the hood back, throws the strings back. And then what happened? It's, it's, it's weird. You, like you, you don't realize how much peripheral vision you're using until you flip a hoodie on and try to hit a golf ball. Exactly. Exactly. All right, dude. So let's talk about next week. Let's yep. get let's get fired up. Let's get pumped. I know you got we already talked about clothes. 
uh, the course. Have we played the course? How do we feel about the course? Uh, tell us, tell us what we need to know. Um, I actually have not played. So we played two golf courses. The landings is phenomenal supporters of the corn Ferry tour. We have a corn Ferry event at, uh, Deerwood, which is, uh, I think I'm saying that right. I think it's Deerwood. If I'm wrong, you can look it up on the website. They host a corn Ferry event and it's phenomenal. The community gets behind it. Big crowds, great hospitality facilities. Wonderful. Um, the landings itself has six golf courses within that development. And so we're playing two of the other ones. One of them was just redone and literally opened a month ago, I think, um, because I, I know a member pretty well and we're staying with their family. So I've not played either course, but um, I've played there obviously for the corn Ferry, And then I, one Wednesday I went in the pro-am. So I went and played another one of the courses and I can't remember which one it was, but it was in great shape and a good track as well. So, not concerned about that. I'm assuming they're going to be great. Um, I'm going to get over there. I would go Sunday night, but it's Halloween, so we're going to do some trick-or-treating. And yep, then yeah. I will uh, nice. head over first thing Monday morning, and I'm probably going to play 9 Monday, 18 Tuesday, and then 9 Wednesday um, just to have kind of a light day on Wednesday before we start Thursday. Walk us, walk us through that prep, like what you're, what you're looking for when you show up at a course that you haven't seen. I mean, because, you know, when you see these guys on PGA Tour, it's like, that's great that they're doing a practice round, but we've all seen that course. Like we know what it looks like. We know you've seen how balls react. You've seen what takes place, but you haven't seen this. You haven't played it. So yeah. Walk us through that practice. Like, what are you looking at green reception? You, you, I mean, I'm sure, you know, of course, like everybody says, I mean, you're looking at fairways and what not to hit, what not to hit into trouble and all that kind of stuff, but walk us through it. Yeah. The, the yardage books we get most weeks are, detailed enough and good enough that we could play a course blind like I could open the book I could see carry numbers run out numbers slopes on the greens and I could I could piece it together and I've done that like I've shown up at courses blind whether just for rest purposes or getting a tournament late or whatever so it's more of being comfortable with sight lines off tees uh what clubs you're going to hit off tees and then just kind of how the golf course plays like receptiveness, like you said. So how chip shots are reacting and running out, you know, different courses, the density of the rough will change how pitch shots react and things like that. And so it's more, um, it ultimately comes down to execution. Like I can say, I'm going to hit a three wood off the second tee box. And then if I sky it and hit it right, OB, like Mm. it doesn't matter. Right. So it's, uh, right. I can look at the book and figure out where to hit it. I can play the practice round and develop a game plan. Um, but it's more of just being comfortable with how the course is playing. And then once sure. I get out there on the first tee, I don't really set a game plan. It's just kind of, let's just see what the day gives me. And I'm just going to do the best I can with it. And so, um, yeah. So you're, so you're, a, you're a take what the course gives you instead of like robot of, I got to do this, this, and this. You're more of a, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, golf courses can change so quickly and so often with when, you know, the wind may be pumping in your face one day and driver doesn't get to a bunker. And then if it shifts, you can carry it 40 over the bunker and it runs out and you got a 100 yards less into the hole. Um, so you have to be able to adapt quickly and just kind of play what what's in front of you. Um, so there's a general strategy, but I mean, it can be thrown out the window pretty quickly. You made a, a comment briefly about talking who you're staying with you knew a member do you 
it's like a, a behind the scenes part of tour, right? I mean, we never see, yeah. you know, it's not like there's a camera sitting outside your hotel room. Do you feel like there's any advantage to staying in some place like that where you're comfortable, you're with people instead of just a hotel room where you're just sitting there, you know, watching TV by yourself every night? Like I know that does, yeah. does that, do you think that helps at all? Uh, it kind of, it just depends on the week. There's some weeks where you kind of want your space and you need to just kind of have a quiet week where you're not doing anything. Um, but then, yeah, like these are some of my dear friends and uh, people I've gotten to know well over the last three or four years of staying with them. And um, they're just super sweet. and They become friends outside of me staying with them. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of a little bit of a feels like a homecoming. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.